may be overpowered by another, two can withstand him, and a threefold cord is not quickly broken. Well, good morning, everyone. Uh, welcome here to Strength to Strength. It's really good to, to see you all. Um, the purpose of Strength to Strength is to advance Jesus' kingdom by tackling thought-provoking topics, by stimulating candid discussions, and by sharing faith-building testimonies. And this morning, we have the privilege of having Sarachi um, Adamati from Uganda uh, with us uh, on this call. And he's going to be sharing about his journey uh, from the northern part of Uganda up close to uh, South Sudan. Um, His journey from, from there down growing up there and then moving down into um, Kampala, Uganda, um, and how he became a a Christian there and a follower of Jesus, part of the kingdom um, there. Uh, We met earlier this week, and I was just, yeah, I was just really blessed and challenged to um, talk to Sirach and and hear his story. Um, You know, I come from quite a different background than you, Sirach. We talked about that. You know, I, I... I, my, my parents come from out of the Groffdale Conference, you know, Horse and Buggy Mennonite, um, out right out of Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. Um, and, you know, I have quite a, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, yeah, just quite a different background. And as we hear a Sirach, you know, grew up, we'll grow, he grew up in a Muslim home or a, from a Muslim background. And, uh, quite, quite different. Uh, but this morning, uh, there's a verse that stuck out to me in Acts chapter one, verse three, that says, says this, this is Jesus speaking. Um, well, and that's not, but it's about Jesus. <clears throat> and it says, um, after he had suffered, he also presented himself alive to them by many convincing proofs appearing to them during 40 days. And what was Jesus talking about? And it says he was talking about speaking about the kingdom of God. And so um, that's what's so exciting to me about the kingdom of God is that it's a spiritual kingdom that is around the whole world. And many people are coming in to this kingdom. Many people from different backgrounds, me from, from my background, um, Sirach from his background, it's a kingdom that is growing, that is spreading and it's a kingdom that will be victorious because our king, uh, it has, has, has risen. Uh, he rose from, from the dead and has inaugurated this, this spiritual kingdom. And uh, so we have this incredible privilege of being brothers to here this morning, brothers and sisters with the same father. We have the same elder brother, uh, Jesus Christ. And so, and that's one, something that stuck out to me, Sirach, as you were sharing is, is your heart for the kingdom. And, um, and I believe all of us on here this morning, our, our hearts are beating uh, right with you. And so you're not a stranger here, brother. You're a, you're a, you're a, you're a brother, uh, you're a friend. And so we really w- uh, give you a, a welcome uh, to this call. So why don't, before we get started here, why don't we just bow our heads uh, for a word of prayer. Let's pray. Kind Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord. Uh, thank you that we can come to you in Jesus' name. Father, we can know that, that, you, that you care deeply about your kingdom uh, on earth, about your 
your your sons and your daughters. Uh, Father, you we know that Jesus is seated at your right hand and he's there. He's interceding for us. And we see in the book of Acts, uh, we even see you standing at God's right hand, just intensely in, uh, involved with the affairs on earth. And, and Father, I believe that around the world today, there's there's situations that are happening, Lord, where that you're intensely interested in those. Maybe maybe it's in Africa at some place where uh, radical Islam is, is is attacking somewhere, Lord, and where Christians are being persecuted. And so, Father, we ask, Lord, that you would be near to your body on earth, specifically those who who are um, who are being persecuted, Lord. And Father, uh, I also ask, Lord, that you would be near to those who who are just coming out of Ramadan, uh, the Muslim faith, and who are cons- uh, who may be disillusioned. They maybe uh, felt no felt they, they feel cold coldness from from Allah, from God. And so, Father, I ask, Lord, that you would draw them to yourself and that you would use your body. You would use us as followers of Jesus just to be, just to be, um, to be there and to speak uh, words of truth and life and lead them to the light of the world. And that is your son, Jesus. And Father, uh, we ask, Lord, that you would guide this call this morning as our brother Sirach uh, shares um, about um about his life and how he was once a Muslim, uh, once um, far from you, and how that you drew him to yourself, and that today he's has a wife and children and is part of the church um, there uh, in 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 Kampala, and even this weekend will be ordained as a deacon uh, there in that congregation. Father, I pray that you would bless him in a very special way, and Father, may he. Just uh, share words of uh, you that you would use him, his his testimony, his powerful testimony, his toll in your hand for advancing your kingdom. Thank you that we can be together this morning and thank you that we can be talking about the same thing that you were talking about, your son, Jesus, Jesus, that you were talking about when you left this this earth. So God and direct us, Lord, um, this morning, and may you receive the glory and we ask this in Jesus name. Amen. All right. Um, so, Sirach, yeah, welcome here. And why don't you just just uh, open up, share what's on your heart uh, here 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 at, at the opening, and then um, uh, maybe something that that happened in your life today or this week, whatever is on your mind here to start out, and then you can just move into um, growing where you grew up at. Um, and your journey, you know, through your, your childhood. Um, and I'll, I'll try to ask some questions as we go along here. And um, yeah, so, so God bless you, brother. All yours. All right. Thanks so much, uh, everyone. Um, it's uh, very glad to see all of you. And I'm so excited to be uh, a part of call today. Uh, looking forward yeah, um, my name is, I'm called Adam Atisraj. I'm 20 years old, uh, 27, uh, 28 years old. Um, um, right here in Africa, uh, most particular uh, East Africa, in parts of Uganda, uh, that's where I am located. I'm, 
I, I came from uh, northern uh, part of Uganda, so uh, near border in Sudan. So um, yeah, I'm married. I married with uh, two children. One is a boy and there's a girl. And also um, we're expecting another child as well. Yeah, um, this week uh, has been quite busy week uh, here on my site, uh, mostly here in Kampala. Uh, looking forward, uh, as brother mentioned earlier, um, I'll be ordained as deacon uh, this welcoming Sunday. So we're studying and uh, are talking about uh, what uh, what it looks like to be a deacon. Uh, what does it mean? What does the meaning deacon? Uh, what does deacon mean? So all those things. And uh, I was thinking of the responsibility uh, about the responsibility. You know. So uh, every position comes with the responsibility. So just thinking about through that. And, it was quite easy, but um, I'm very open and I'm very excited to uh, work with the church and also work with the, the brothers and sisters here in Kampala and to uh, serve one another. So I'm very excited for that uh, opportunity. Um, this week alone uh, um, was, yeah, that was a whole of the thing I have in this week. Nothing real uh, special, but that's what I was thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for being willing to come on on a, on a big week like this. It's really, really special and, and really exciting. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah talking about myself, uh, I, I, I grew up like I was born and raised up in a Muslim family. My dad. And uh, um, the entire family was Muslim, respect my mom. My mom comes from Christian family, it's an uh, Anglican church. So um, the, the mindset by then is uh, if you get a, a, a woman from Christian family, you're Muslim, automatically uh, your wife has to be, uh, have to sit to Muslim, even though she's Christian before. So um, the the relationship between my mom and my dad, they, it didn't work out and uh, uh, they broke out when I was still young. And uh, I was uh, left with my grandmom and grew up with my grandmom. So and, uh, my grandmom was the one who raised me up. I grew up really not knowing my mom and my dad. So I just came to know them recently. And uh, yeah, that's what was all about my uh, God. And uh, uh, one of the things, uh, I, I find it more challenging when I was growing up, you know, growing up with a grandma, it's not something which is easy. It's not easy because um, she was old and uh, she couldn't give me all uh, I need because she was old and uh, weak. So in other ways, we need to work hard. So the activity by then, uh, when I reached to uh, something like uh, seven years, then then I start to look after uh, kettles, uh, keeping animals, and then uh, like shepherds, uh, just yeah. <laughs> yes. going to 
yeah, going to bulls with animals, and then I I grew up in that uh, activity and uh, and farming and uh, still farming as well with my grandmother. So um, so if, if I could just recap a couple of things there, brother. Um, so you you were you were saying that you know your 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 dad had married a Christian woman, or it, it's that's more of a kind of a quote Christian, right? It's it's not like it's not true Christianity. Um, mm-hmm. But it's it's kind of maybe but Christian by birth, right? Um, yeah. And then that didn't work out, and so you ended up kind of living with your grandmother um, in that time, uh, which was which was really difficult. Uh, it, it was was it it was probably a um, uh, maybe a, a poor, where you did you grow up poor, like without much money? Um, I'm, I'm I'm assuming that's that's what was, that was really tight for you, and you were and you were saying that. You you um you started being a shepherd, right? Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I had I had you told me that earlier this week, and I thought, well, um, you know, with you you being a shepherd of, of cattle and and goats, and maybe has 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 equipped you to be a shepherd of the church. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's used a lot in in scripture. This idea of a shepherd and 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 uh, being a shepherd in the church. So. Um, that's really interesting. And how old were you when you started to to do that? Started you said farming and and being being a shepherd. Uh, how how old were you? Seven years old. Oh wow! Okay, okay. Yeah. So you were quite quite young. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. So how did maybe you could talk a little bit about your schooling and and some of that? How did how did that work out for you? Um, uh, about the schooling, you know, um, uh, I didn't really uh, start, I didn't really go to school. Uh, uh, you know, here in Uganda, so there's uh, schools for the government, it's for free, but it, it, it doesn't provide a lot of uh, materials for a student to learn. So, so if you really don't have money for all those things, and it will become very difficult. So uh, I end up to be in primary school. I did go to secondary school due to lack of money and due to lack of parents and all those. So I stopped in primary and uh, I just broke up from school and started doing some things like Sure. Yeah. What I would and also what what I would love for you to talk about a little bit too is. And then also with with uh, Islam, you know, your this village that you were that you were in uh, was that a a Muslim village or was it kind of quote Christian village or did you have Muslim Christians living together? How 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 was that? Uh, it's uh, the village I grew up. It's uh, mixed up uh, with the uh, Muslim and uh, Christian Anglican church. So, but most people in the village were. And uh, we are Christians, and we can church. So, um, Muslim, they are just uh, a little bit small. They are not uh, many as uh, Christians there. Yeah, but uh, um, the the family I grew up in, uh, the entire family was Muslim. Uh, from my uh, grandmother to uh, my dad's, then uh, then one of the thing is that. Uh, uh, we, I really didn't have that uh, 
uh, background, a Muslim background, like studying about Muslim, knowing things about Muslim. Since my uh, there was no one who can take me through that, so I couldn't know anything concerning Muslim. So uh, I just grew up knowing that my dad and my family members they are all Muslim, so I am Muslim as well. So that was it. Um, there was nothing much I know about Muslim. Sure. So I was having some issues with my mom this morning, so sorry about that. Um, very interesting, Siraj. Now, was there like a mosque in your village? I've been in, I've been in um, West Africa, and one thing I noticed is like every village has a mosque or two. I mean, even a little village, just a little adobe mosque type setup with a couple of little minarets on it. Um, was that the case for you there in, in East Africa? Um, yeah, here, more, here mosques uh, everywhere, and also back in the village we do have mosques as well. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah, whenever you see the community of Muslims, there must be a mosque to be the mosque. Uh, the mosque has to be there. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, would have would have you received teaching at all um, at the mosque or in any any kind of like Islamic type school at all or how, how how was that? Uh, we 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 uh, we used to go to mosque and uh, uh, you know I was having a lot going on by then. I can't be focused on one thing. I was thinking about my grandma who was also old and uh, there was also animals to take care of. So I really didn't uh, use the time a lot to start, but. Once in Friday, on Fridays, we normally go for a prayer or something like that. Most, but we, I didn't get that chance to study and like to go to most to study Quran or something like that. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> um, tell us a little bit about your experience uh, in, in the grade school. You went to a, a Catholic school or an Anglican school. Um, how, how, how was that? How was that experience for you? It was quite challenging. Um, uh, the school from primary one to primary seven uh, is uh, a Catholic. I went in Catholic school. Okay. So uh, every every Friday, we uh, the the priest comes and then the, we pray before we get we go to the class in the morning, but. Uh, the priests, uh, they were just, their teaching was very good and uh, they were really doing uh, a good work. But, and uh, the, the problem is that they don't really follow what they are teaching, you know. So, and uh, that thing made me, it makes like in my mind that uh, this is how the Christians they are, you know. It mm. was very challenging. Uh, I've seen people, I've seen people standing in front and talk, uh, talk some nice things and uh, maybe teachings, uh, teachings from Bible, but the problem, the problem is they don't put, they don't apply what they teach in, uh, uh, on whatever, uh, uh, in their lives. So it really gives me uh, a different picture of Christianity. And uh, I really view like in my back in my mind that this is how the whole Christian is about. So 
I I really have a negative about Christianity according to the way uh, according to the region where I was, but uh, just I came when I shifted to Kampala. That was now a different thing. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. And it's sobering to think about that people are watching us, right? Brother Srash, mm-hmm. people are watching us and they're concluding by our lives, you know, what, mm-hmm. what is, who, who is Jesus? And that's really, really sobering. Um, so, so you would have really got a, a really, uh, a bad taste of Christianity from what I'm understanding from you, from you uh, there in that, in that school. Yeah. Yeah, so that was yeah. that was in your in your mind uh, something you were thinking about uh, when you began to observe the brothers there in in, in Kampala, which we'll we'll get to that we'll get to that soon. So yeah, okay. Well, anything else you want to share with us, brother, um, as you as you think about your time there in northern Uganda? Like you said, Uganda's East Africa, right 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 next to Kenya, uh, right south of. South Sudan, which you were right up close to the Sudan border where you grew up. Um, and anything else that you want to share um, with us from, from that time, your, your childhood years? Um, the years of being in the village, like that, the other side, before me coming to Kampala, is that what you're asking? Sure, yeah. Just curious, um, did you have, like, did you grow up with, like, um, TV uh, in your village at all, or like, were you kind of hooked into the rest of the world in that way? Uh, no, no, not really completely. We don't have TVs. Uh, what we could have by then was uh, these uh, radios, but okay, uh, there are very few people who were having access to those things. Sure. We just grew up in. Uh, we just. I uh, just grew up in a remote area. There was no uh, things like TV. There was no things like even electricity. Power is not there. Okay. And then the place. Yeah. So we couldn't have access for all those things. Sure. Yeah. And is it still that way today in that part of Uganda? No electricity. Um, no TV. Uh, some places they don't have as well. Okay. And. Uh, and some places they do have now, but still it's not everywhere. It's, uh, some parts they don't have, some parts they, don't, they have. Even up to now, uh, back in the village, we don't have electricity up to now. People use solars or something. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very interesting. Uh, we would probably on this call, so I grew up around electricity. I, I couldn't imagine you know, anything different than that, <laughs> running water, all those, you know, all those things um, that you would have there in Kampala. Um, but I'm sure there would be some folks on this call who come from like Amish background, you know, the Amish people here um, in, in the United States, and they, they would grow up with no electricity, um, some of those things, so they could relate a little bit more um, maybe to that than what I could for sure. So very good. Well, let's go ahead and move on. Um, Siraj, you can begin telling us about moving to Kampala and why you moved to Kampala and how that was for you, um, kind of how, what, what age you were when that happened. So, all yours. Yeah, thank you. Um, I, I came to Kampala, it was 2013, when I was 20 years old. Okay. And uh, um, the, the reason why I came to Kampala was to look for 
something to do and support myself and to make sure that I can stand by my own because my grandmom can't uh, meet all my needs. So um, I have to meet, I have to come to Kampala and uh, start looking for what to do. Because Kampala is the capital city of Uganda. So mm -hmm. whereby there are so many investors, you can get uh, uh, such, a, such a small kind of job and start working and earn some money. So I came to Kampala, uh, that was 2013, when I was 20 years old. Yeah. And when I get to Kampala, um, it was quite challenging. It's uh, my first day and it was my first time to come to Kampala. I really don't have anyone, I, I don't have anyone to stay with. Then uh, a little bit, I end up to be in the street for, uh, for a while, something like uh, one to two months in the street. And then, um, and I, I find it very difficult because I wasn't have friends. So it was challenging. And all what we could do by then is uh, sleeping in the mosques, something like that. You, so you, you, had, like, uh, you had no no relatives, no no friends, no connections in Kampala. No. They, you just no, moved no, there no hoping to find, find work and, and another mm -hmm. life, really. I'm sure that was quite, yeah. quite a... Had you yeah. been to Kampala before? You moved there when you were 20 no. years old. Okay. Mm -hmm. Wow. So uh, all what we can do is just to sleep. Uh, we when it is tonight, we go to mosque and we sleep there. Then in okay. the morning, you you clean the mosque and uh, sweep around, make sure that the, everything is clean. Then uh, at night, you keep yourself there for one uh, for two months. Then. Uh, um, I came across to the advertisement when they are recruiting a private security team. Then that was the only option. And then, uh, though it was risk, but I was like, okay, I just need to take that job like that. And then I went, uh, and then I got recruited, and uh, they took us to the training. The trainers were like two months and a half. We, they, uh, they passed us out. After training, I was sending. They sent me to uh, they they sent me to the other side of Congo, uh, Uganda, uh, border in Uganda and the and the Sudan. So that's where I was working, and um, the work wasn't easy as well. The work was so risk because uh, um, we are guiding the banks, things like uh, we are guiding the money. We, they could have uh, send us with money, and we take the money to various places, and it was very risk. I remember by then I was still young, 20, 20 years old. There's a lot of temptation, a lot of need, a lot of need of money. So, mm. but we just, uh, we, we were just uh, like in my heart, I was like, okay, this is the job I have now. I need to keep this job and uh, I need to make sure that uh, I do my level best to keep myself alive. Sure. So uh, I worked there, I worked like, uh, two years with the same company, with the same private security uh, team. Then, uh, but uh, we are not in a, one place. You can be here for six months and take you to the part of uh, a, uh, another side of country, uh, like six months, like something like that. So we were not settled in one place. Hmm. Very yeah. interesting. So you were part of a private security firm um, and you were guarding like, money doing like money deliveries or kind of guarding uh you know funds as it traveled around there in uganda 
And didn't you also end up in Sudan as well, in the country of, of mm-hmm. Sudan? So yeah, quite a yeah. quite a dangerous a dangerous job, um, but it was a job that that came to you and and you you said you worked there for a, a couple of years. Um, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I worked there. In, uh, um, it's just uh, it was just on the border between Uganda and Sudan. So, okay. Uh, something like five five meters you're already in Sudan, then five meters you're in Uganda. So I work along that line, and it was very risky. Sure. So I yeah, I worked there like six months. Then uh, uh, after that, they they transfer somewhere. They also take new people, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very very interesting. Very good. Yeah. So, um, so after in that time, you would have uh, you would have um, been obviously just living life, right? You weren't. You weren't trying to be a good Muslim, or obviously you weren't a Christian either. Um, so you were you were living probably, uh, from what I understood, you know, a, a pretty godless life uh, in that time. And so, could you just take us then, kind of the next step in your journey? Uh, what what was that? What was that next step? Um, the the the, the thing was um, like back in my mind. I could have counted myself uh, a Muslim, but when I but when I think deep, I know nothing about Muslim and uh, I know nothing about Christianity. So I count myself just in between. Okay. I, I was not I was not sure about myself. I was not sure about where I belong to. So it was quite challenging to determine for uh, to for me to determine where I belong to. So it was quite challenging. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, by then, uh, I was, I, in that aside, I was also strong in my heart that I'm Muslim some, uh, somehow because of my uh, parents and my relatives, they are, they are Muslim, so I count myself as Muslim. But deep in my mind, I know nothing about Muslim, so what makes me to be Muslim? So I also sure. do have that question in my mind by then. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, so go ahead, go ahead, take take us on to the next step in your journey there. Yeah, so from there, um, when they, this is done, the last, when they, try, they brought us back to Kampala, and uh, uh, we were deployed within the city, then uh, um, I was working there as well, and then from there, I used to have some friends, Christian friends, and they could tell me, uh, guys, uh, let's go to church, something like that. We could go together with a team, with, a, with friends of uh, my friends whom we work together with. We could go together to the church, but we were really not focused because the the training uh, the training was quite difficult. The train people until uh, we have different view. Sure. Uh, we view human beings in a different way. We look people as if they are bad people or something like that. So we couldn't have a very good contact with the people due to the nature of our work. So we could go to church and pray, and, but we don't have a, a motive to go to church. We just go to church because church is there. So slowly by slowly, and uh, uh, I have a friend, and now this when I come to get 
to uh, Charlton, along to Charlton, and uh, I was deployed nearby Charlton's friend. His friend, uh, his uh, his friend was my friend as well. So hey. he uh, when he uh, when he was looking for someone who can uh, take care uh, like to provide security here at the place uh, at Antioch here. So he he. He talked to his his friend and then the friend talked uh, talked to me. Then I was like, okay, let me first go and see. And then the first day I came to Antioch uh, here at the resource center was um, I talked to I talked to I didn't meet Charlton. I meet uh, brother John. So sure. So to him, then, uh, so maybe yeah. I'll, I'll just jump in a little bit here, Siraj. So Charlton is is a brother or kind of the leader of the congregation there. I uh, thought was the way um, John is John Gooch, um, which is another brother sure. there. Actually, a friend of mine, uh, Siraj, I don't know if I told you about that, but John Gooch lived with us here for um, a month or two back, uh, back oh. in 2015. So John is a good, is a good friend. Um, so you said, you, so you, mm-hmm. you had a, you had a mutual friend to introduce you to Charlton and, yeah. and John. Okay. And and the Antioch Center yeah. there uh, is a, um, a a training center that you have for for teaching students um, about Jesus and His yeah, kingdom. Yeah. So okay, great. We'll continue yeah. on. Yeah. So uh, the first person I met I met by then was John, and then uh, I will talk to John, and we end up uh, in agreement, and then I start work right away. Okay. And sure. Then. Uh, um, uh, then uh, uh, we were by then have a class on Saturdays, and uh, I could show up in class sometime. I couldn't come along sometimes like that. So I was also interested about the class because I still have a negative thoughts about Christianity, uh, view of where I came from. But uh, as time keeps going on, uh, I start to draw myself near. I start to pick. I start to pick interest. Then I start to understand. I start to come to the class. Then Charlton uh, came. Uh, he he came up with a, a plan and have a, a Bible class, uh, which is question to new question. Then we start uh, from book uh, from the Old Testament up to the New Testament. So I took that course. We are like uh, I think by then we were like sixteen, something like roughly sixteen. There I took that course. And it was very interesting. Uh, the first, uh, the first course, I, 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 I finished the course, but okay. I really, I, I really get nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> this is this is the, the the course that that they had put together there called Creation to New Creation, right? Yeah. So yeah, you, yeah, you that's took that. Course. Yeah. And did you say something about sixteen? Or, or, or when was that? Yeah, or? We were, we were like 16 students in a class. Oh, 16 students. Then, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the, the first class, I really didn't do well. And then the, the, this, the, we, again, the, after, after our intake, they also uh, recruit, uh, they also uh, start another intake, which I also joined in. Then the second intake was real. I was really getting things. I have a lot of questions. I ask questions. I ask a lot of questions. So 
still at the end of that course, it wasn't all well to me. And I was, try, I was trying to put things together, but still things were not coming. Then uh, I also take the course again for a third time. Then that's when I come to, uh, when I come to see a clear picture. Then one of the thing, uh, one of the thing motivated me uh, from the course we did is, um, is uh, the creation story. You know, the creation story, uh, how God created us and how God wanted us to be. You know, uh, you know, God and uh, the book of Genesis, uh, we are the representative of God and God made us with his own image. So uh, what does that mean? That means we are the image bearer of God, you know. Uh, we need to reflect that image, you know. So I have a question in my mind that I ask myself, now if I'm the image, uh, if I'm the image bearer of God, if I'm the representative, am I, do, I really, uh, do I really represent God? Like that question was in my mind, back in my mind. Then the answer was no. And then I was like, okay. What can make me? What can make me to represent God? How can I represent God? So these are the two questions that I was having in my mind. Sure. And then I was like, now the other answer is uh, the answer I have back in my mind. Okay, now I really need to work hard to make sure that I represent the image. I represent God because God made us with His own image, and uh, uh, which which means. Where he's a uh, representative, so mm-hmm. then from there that that really boosted me. I I work so hard, I couldn't miss class, and I, <laughs> I keep I keep retaking the uh, I keep retaking the course. I keep retaking the course. Uh, this is now my this is now my seventh time in the same <laughs> <Okay>. course. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> so um. It really took for me uh, very long to make a decision because um, I really wanted to learn and I really wanted to know uh, a lot about uh, Christianity and uh, most about Bible, you know, what sure. is it all about. So it really took for me a good time. Wow, and, that's, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a real neat opportunity you have, brother, to take those classes. I would love to come take one. Yeah. Um, you, you take American. <laughs> um, is there? How long have you been going through that? Um, I mean, okay. So when did you start? Like, was that two years ago or three years ago when you started that first course? Like, how much time from from now to when you took your first your your first course there in creation? I think, I think my first course it was. Uh, it's now. Let me say almost going to three years. Three years. So three years ago. Uh-huh. That sure. was the first one, yeah. 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 Then, one, uh, one. Uh, the, sec- the second course I took after that, just a class after class when this uh, this semester ends and the new students come, I also joined in because I was working right here and I have opportunity to be a part of the class. So I couldn't use that, uh, I couldn't waste that time. Then I just joined the class. I keep going in the class like that. So this is now my seventh time for the same course, as I said earlier. And uh, I really learn a lot sometimes. Uh, like sometimes when we're in class, uh, before even Charlton says something, I will know that this is where he's 
going. <laughs> this is where it's going. Like sure. after this topic, this is the next one which is coming. So um, yeah. I really, I'm really very excited. But uh, Charlton was so patient and uh, he was really uh, working with me and uh, teaching us and really uh, like investing a lot of time uh, for me, uh, like mostly on me because. Uh, I really took along. If it was to be someone who doesn't, uh, he was going to lose hope. But there, he was there for me, and uh, we are studying together. Whenever I have question, I go to him and uh, ask question, and he clear for me those questions. He gives me book to read. So after my uh, after my third course, then that's when I get a clear picture of sure. a Bible. Then I made, and then I made my decision. Uh, to follow Christ and I request a church uh, to uh, for the baptism and uh, they they told me it's fine then they give me uh, they give me books about uh, baptism I read those books and uh, there's a lot of materials they provide for me and then we talk about things and uh, making things right so as time uh, keep going on, you know, uh, as a Muslim family, this is the part where I need to talk about, uh, I need to talk about this a little bit. This, uh, um, we, you know, here in Uganda, we, we didn't, uh, people didn't really value a marriage. What, my, what people call a marriage is uh, you just getting a, a wife and start staying with that wife, that's what they call marriage. Sure. Uh, and in Muslim in Muslim homes, uh, uh, it's uh, it's just like that. You just get a wife, and you start staying with the wife, and that's what they call marriage. Uh, so, like for me, completely, I thought I was married by then, but uh, the fact was, after learning, after going through the classes, I find out that I was not married, and uh, uh, and then the. It left me with a very heavy question. Then I asked, I went to childhood and I was like, what can I do now? What can I do? How can I, what can I do to make all this right? Then he told me, yeah, uh, you know, before you be, uh, before you uh, going to be baptized, you really make sure that you really need to make things right and uh, make sure that you have a proper uh, marriage with your wife so that you people, you two people can come together. But for now, it's quite challenging. Uh, you are not official marriage. You just stay together. It's, uh, it's, it's still a formation, you know? So <clears throat> from there, I was like, okay, it's fine. Then from there, I keep working hard. I keep working hard. So making sure that I really wanted to make things right with my wife, Sure. And uh, with, the, with, the, with the family back in Arua. So um, I worked hard, and then after that, we went home and made things right. And uh, the wow. two family, my family, and, uh, and, uh, and the family of my wife and the church went there and they witnessed that. Then I was baptized, and then I, was, I joined followers of the way, I was a part of followers Now, this happens. Uh, Two years, it's now going to three years, almost uh, making three years. And uh, immediately I came back to Kampala with my family, with my wife. And then my wife also a big interest 
to be baptized and uh, we both of us we are part of followers of the way praise and, god uh, we're really uh, working so hard and serve god and serve people within us as well yeah i was very excited i was very encouraged with uh, with a group of people i came across you know i uh, my point of view in christianity by then changes within uh, a period of one month because i find the new people i find new community i find the new people who have different thoughts about uh, different things and people who live in different life so that mindset this is how christians they are just gets off in my mind i was like ah this is another new part of it so people are very hospitality and uh, people are very welcoming and they are very open they are very honest to one another uh-huh. they love they love uh, the love people have to one another is super it's there's nothing i can compare it with so that's was the one of the thing uh, motivated me you know but uh, and uh, and one of the thing is the community itself everyone is held accountable and even if there is what going on people are always there with you and you are all you are part of family you know sure. and, so, and, and and brother you could maybe tell us a little bit your you, what you grappled with as you considered following Jesus and, and becoming a part of the church there and as you thought about your muslim family um just share a little bit, share a little bit about that kind of how you you wrestled with that and some of your conclusions and and that that helped you move forward and become a christian yeah uh that was a also a quiet struggle and it's one of the thing which took me long because i was trying to uh i was trying to balance and i was trying to think about all the things before i made a decision before i made a request so i was counting the cost as well mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what i that's what i can say uh but uh uh you know one of the thing is uh you know uh jesus made a statement uh, saying that if you if you want to be my disciple if you can't hurt your mother your father and your children your wife even yourself you can't be my disciple you know so that's that's scripture stand for me and uh, it real uh, stand for me strongly so i really need to call, i really need to cost i really need to count my cost you know what it will take so when i come across to that uh, i have a clear mind that okay whatever comes across i will need to take it and this is the decision i've made then from there i i from there i just move forward and uh, like whatever comes it is okay but i will never go back and i will just move forward then uh, uh, i feel after making that decision i felt rejected by my people people were not happy with me people were unhappy they cut off the line between me and uh, uh, there was no connection between me and my family no one wants to come across to me everyone was mad at me so uh, they just leave me and my family like my wife they just left us uh, for ourselves but i really didn't have uh, 
uh, in envy or like uh, uh, hatred between uh, towards them, and I was not, I was not, uh, I didn't really feel bad for that because I knew, because uh, Jesus says that uh, when they hate you, they also hate the prophets who were before you. So it means these things are it keeps going, it keeps going, it will not stop, and it will keep going. So I was like, okay, Jesus was. Jesus was denied by his own people. So if I am also denied by my own people, that's not a problem. But uh, and in the other hand, I have brothers, I have the sisters, I have uh, uh, I have people whom I can even call father, people like Charlton, you know. So I was like, okay, I have my I have my tribe, I have my community, I have people who have been me with me, and I have people who can stand with me. So. There's nothing wrong with that, even though I felt, uh, even though uh, my life is become so bad about the decision I made. And uh, I stand strong still, and I encourage my wife, I encourage my wife, I told her to stand strong, to stand just, and we make sure that nothing should let us down and we keep, we keep going. Amen. Uh, and uh, one other thing I told my wife is that, uh, uh, Following, uh, following Christ is not something easy. It's a, it's a, it's a work. You know, yes. when you work, when you work, you really need to work hard. I told her one of the things. That's the one of the things I told. I said it's work. There's a lot of challenge. We we shall face a lot of challenge. We face a lot of temptation. We face a lot of things. But what makes uh, uh, the difference is we really need to make, we really need to be faithful, and we really need to push it hard. And we really need to move forward. Yeah. So we shouldn't we should we shouldn't be letting down uh, for what people say or for what uh, for the rejections we have from our family. So that was the motivation I have towards my family. And we are really uh, working so hard. And I'm really uh, very. Uh, I'm hoping that I will really need to seek uh, more and learn more about Christ. And keep learning and be a part of uh, Christ, right? and also make sure that my children I can teach them and make sure that they can also be a part of uh, with us as in journey as they grow up. So that's the one of the thing I'm looking to as a family, as a father, and also as a, a leader in church. Yes, so that's what I'm trying to see in the future to come. <clears throat> Yes, that's that's a that's really beautiful or a very challenging uh, and the idea of of how your family was against you, and I think even even your wife's family at, at some as you chose to really follow Jesus uh, in the way that you have, um, and your words of like it's work right and we have to work hard to follow Jesus. Um, if uh, wow, if 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 that message could just if every follower of Jesus or every Christian could just grasp that and embrace that, Sirach, how different um, Christianity would look. Um, the idea of you know, to be a Christian means to follow Jesus and accept his hard teachings as you all have. That's a beautiful, that's beautiful. And, and, and you saw that there in the community there uh, in, in Uganda, you, you, and there in Kampala, the followers of the way, you saw that in them. And that's what changed your understanding of what true Christianity is. Um, so 
we're, we're, we're coming down to about 10 minutes from the top of the hour here. So we, we like to try to wrap it up around seven or a little bit after. Um, so this has been really, really um, uh, just inspiring brother to hear your story. I know you could be, you could probably talk for uh, weeks about all these different experiences that you had. Um, so it's been really a blessing. And I'll open it up here shortly um, to the others on the call um, for them to ask you some questions. So uh, y'all can be thinking about that um, to, to, if you have a question for our brother, please be ready to share that here shortly. Um, but something um, Suraj, I like, I like you to talk about is as, so we're, you know, all of us on this call, <clears throat> including you, we want to see God's kingdom advance. We want to see more, more Sirachas come into the kingdom, uh, people who are not in any way, shape, or form following Christ. And as you observed that church there, um, obviously, you know, you, you said how it was so different. Could you maybe give us two, two things or a several, several things that really stood out to you that were like, wow, that is, that was, that meant a lot to me. Um, that was, that was, that really, really, um, made me think differently about Christianity is, is there like several tangible things that you could just share with us? Yeah. Um, thank you. Yeah. There are a lot of things uh, to be uh, pointed out, but uh, um, the, I will just put uh, like point out on the one thing is um, when I came to uh, know, uh, like when, I come to uh, when I become the before I become the part of the the the, the church here. Uh-huh. One of the things I was seeing from the church is that uh, uh, people uh, live exactly. They live exactly. They live like exactly like the, the way Bible wanted us to uh, live. You know, uh, sometimes you know, flesh is against to us, but. Uh, one of the things I was seeing by then is uh, people try to live exactly like the way Jesus wanted us to live our life. So that's one of the things motivated me. It's a sure. very big thing. And uh, um, and uh, one of the, uh, the other second is that um, uh, people uh, like the church here takes uh, the the teaching of Christ is that is what Christ means, you know. It's what okay. Jesus means, you know. So uh, if Jesus means that, what next? It's, we have to do it as His followers, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was making uh, people. It was it was one of the things I've seen with the church, and people make sure that they 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 take the teaching of Jesus and uh, they live according to it. Even though things get uh, uh, off sometime, but we make sure that we're still in that line. So that's one of the things uh, done for me in the church. There are several things, but that's one of the things I wanted to point out. Sure. Yeah, very, very mm-hmm. good. Um, so, um, <clears throat> so obviously the creation, the new creation, um, you, you probably looked at, at, at history and, and, and some of the things um, that, um, you know, where we can draw lessons from, from history. Um, you know, I, I noticed Sirach the other day, you were at a different place or at the Antioch center and you had the same 
the same painting on, on the wall behind you. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Anabaptist history, and it, it helps us understand what that looks like to follow Jesus and to love our enemies. Um, so yeah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so if Jesus said it, we do it. Um, that's, uh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that'll be a, that'll be something that'll stick with my mind today. Um, very good. Okay. I'm going to open it up here, um, to, to the other ones here in the call. Um, what, what questions do you have for our brother? Let, let's be, let's be quick with, with our questions here. Or just words of affirmation or, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know if I have a question exactly, but I uh, just want to thank you for coming on here this morning. It's um, very inspiring to think that, you know, many thousands of miles away, there's people who, who serve the same God. Amen. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, just a blessing to hear your testimony and um, also to hear you say how you want to lead your children into the, into the way of, of Jesus as well. So, yeah, God bless you. Amen. Could you maybe speak into our culture to give an indication of where you might see a weakness that we would have that otherwise we wouldn't see? Yeah, um, that's, that's, that's good, Dan. Thank you. Did did you get that, brother? He's um. <clears throat> I I didn't get it clear. Yeah, that's fine. I'll 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 reiter- reiterate it here. Um. So he said, mm-hmm. could you, <clears throat> would you have a challenge for us? You know, so most of us on this call are Ameri- Americans, uh, from from the West here. Would you have a uh, a challenge for us or a weakness that we might have that we're not seeing? Would you? Yes. Would you mind sharing? Um. Uh, a, a challenge with us <laughs> as a brother in Christ of how we could become more like Christ. Um, no. Okay. <laughs> That's very kind of you. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That, that was a good question brother Dan. And um, mm-hmm. I know that many times we, um, yeah, we, we want to follow mm-hmm. Jesus, but, we might, you know, we, we live in this one kind of culture and it's easy for us to overlook things. Right. And I know that brother Sriracha, you could, you could teach, you can teach us many, many things. That's right. About following Jesus yeah. and, just, and just your faith and your love for Jesus shines through. Uh, tell us what your favorite song is. <laughs> I thought I have two favorite songs, but uh, okay. there's one, which is my Favorite, it's uh, I have decided to follow Jesus. Yeah, amen. Uh, the the cross before uh, the cross before me and the world behind me. So <laughs> that's yes. my favorite song. And uh, the other one is what friend we have in Jesus. Okay, amen. I would yeah, love to hear I can, you. I, can I would just... love to hear you sing that song for us, brother. But we'll we'll, we'll, we'll let you off this morning. <laughs> 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 I can I can see the I can see the 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 friendship we have in Jesus 
seeing all of you in calls, uh, this is a real, very blessing thing. And uh, the friendship we have in Jesus is really very strong and it's something which is untouchable. Amen. Wow. I really, I'm really very excited for that. Yes. And, and, and we can, we can look forward to that, that new creation, that, that uh, he- new heaven, and the new earth where we can, we can be with Jesus. Uh, we can all be together uh, in, in person, um, be, you know, worship yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. There worship in the lamb. Amen. Yeah. Very good. Okay, well, thank you, uh, everyone, for being on the call. And Brother Sirach, thank you so much for, for sharing this, okay. your journey um, into following Jesus. Uh, the joy of the Lord uh, is, is, on, is on your face. We can, we can see it. Um, as you were talking about uh, your, the, learning the courses, those courses that you went through, all that hard work, um, you mentioned, too, um, you just mentioned in passing how you had to kind of learn English, right, to really understand that. And I'm curious, um, brother, if you have, do you have a burden for your people, your tribe back up there in northern Uganda, for seeing them come to Christ, for seeing kingdom churches planted among them? Um, do you have a, a vision for that, of, of getting back up that up that way at some point? I would love to, love to know. That's my biggest goal. Uh-huh. It's my biggest, biggest goal, and it's uh, one of my goals to make sure that uh, uh, to make sure that we can also reach up to them as well. So I would love to see, I would love to see them join the kingdom as well. That's one of the things I'm thinking about. Yes, Amen. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah well, thank you. Uh, we can we can pray for you along that line. Uh, for for your people and for your family to become followers of Jesus. And, and one thing you didn't mention either, you talked about the other day, is how your your dad, your father, just uh, came and visited you in the last month. And there's there's been some yeah. reconciliation there. Um, and I, I can see that really meant so much to you, and I, I can understand that. Uh, that's that, that's that's really exciting to to know that. Yeah. My- yeah, my 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 dad. We since we grew up in different places, uh, we really didn't have very good relationship with my dad. And um, all along, I was just trying to pay by my own and make sure that uh, I stand for my own. But uh, uh, when I, I came up, uh, when I was making a decision, you know, I need to get rid of things I have in my life. I need to give up on things I hold back in my mind. So I first I need to I was I have to go to my dad, I have to look for him. And I I I was looking for people whom I really need to talk to and uh, confess and make sure that I make things right with them before wow. it's uh, before before I go to that process. So I have to search for my dad and I have to go to him and make things right with him. And by then I went to where he was and uh, I talked to him, I told him, I forgive you for all what happened. Wow. And I just wanted you to feel free to come home whenever you wanted to come, it's okay. But uh, uh, he wasn't, he was not very comfortable. He was like, he couldn't understand what's going on, but I told him everything. So it took like uh, two years 
And then uh, more than even two years. So he have never seen my, uh, he didn't, he have never uh, seen my family, my wife, my two children. Mm. He have never seen them. So it was just uh, one night, it's one month ago, he came, he called me and uh, said that I'm in Kampala. I would love to come and see you and your family. Wow. And I was, so I was very excited. I was like, yeah, of course, of course, you can come home. You can come home. Then I went to, uh, I went there and they take him up and I brought him home. He spent yeah. almost uh, uh, a week at home getting wow. along with the, getting along with the children. So uh, one of the things I'm very excited that we uh, the relationship between my parents, like between I and my parents, we are not uh, good, but I thank God that right now we have very good relationship. We have uh, a very good, let me say, a very fantastic relationship among us. So we can reach to one another and we can talk to one another. That's one of the things I can just thank God for. Because uh, the way I was holding them on my heart, it was going to be a quite difficult. But I really thank God that uh, uh, through Jesus, we really need to allow our enemy, we really need to love people who even wrong us. We really need to also, uh, love is the what, what stand for each and everything. So I really thank God for that. And I really thank Jesus for that, for, for his teaching. And I think uh, I I'm sure that I will really, I will love them the yes. way they are, and uh, I make sure that uh, I, will, I will not keep them in my heart, and make sure wow. that I can also speak to them about the kingdom as well. Amen. <laughs> That's beautiful. And, you know, and the way of Jesus brings heaven to earth, and we're seeing that um, there yeah. with with among your 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 family and with your dad. Wow, what a beautiful testimony. That's a beautiful testimony, brother. Mm-hmm. Okay, <clears throat> thank you for sharing. Um, I'm sure we could we could go on for a long time here, brother. Um, but I'm sure you have family to move yeah. on to and, and a lot of other big things there this weekend uh, with you. So God bless you, brother, as, as you're ordained there to be a deacon in that congregation. That's beautiful. Um, and God bless you richly with that with leading your family in the church there and may the kingdom come in new ways all across Uganda and in your tribe uh, through your testimony. I believe God has a great, great work for you, brother. And uh, may he lead you. Um, I would like to just have a prayer here and um, brother um, Dan Avery, could you, could you lead us in just a closing, closing prayer here? Heavenly Father, there are so many ways that you reach into our lives and you've given us so many talents, so many contacts, so many different situations, but the one thing is clear that you wish us to not be about our vocation, not be about those things that otherwise might mislead us, but let us take advantage of every situation when we're out in the workplace, when we're out interacting with people, no matter the time, the place, that we can be the faithful witness for the kingdom so that it's not about us. It's about all those people that we interact with who so desperately need to know that you have the one thing that we all need. 
that we have life and we have it more abundantly when we rely on that finished work on the cross. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the, the, the countless ways that you reach people. But the one thing is for sure. It's for the furtherance of your kingdom. Amen. For all these things, we are thankful, and we say amen. 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 <clears throat> all right. Thank you, Brother Dan, and thank you, Brother Sirach, for, for joining us this morning. Away from Uganda, what a blessing. Um, may you have a great afternoon and evening uh, and Lord's Day there. <clears throat> um, next week, yeah. next week, um, our, our talk Next Saturday morning is brought by Philip Hess uh, from our congregation here. He's going to be sharing on the subject of, does my understanding of the atonement matter? Um, Philip is someone who's read, written a book on the atonement. Um, you can get that link there, I think, on, on the, this, that particular subject or talk for next Saturday. Um, and uh, it's from Scroll, he has it for sale at Scroll Publishing. But it's, I think it's a, a topic that will be um, quite uh, interesting. Uh, for him to share and quite important for us to think about as, as followers of Jesus. So uh, yeah, Lord willing, we'll see you next Saturday morning and you're always welcome to join us, Sarash from Uganda and get, get your, your brothers and sisters there to, to be, um, come on, everyone's, everyone's welcome. So yeah. All right. Well, God bless you all and have a wonderful day. Goodbye. All right. Goodbye. Goodbye. As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend.